Okay, we are on the... We're just at the end of the last year. We went just to the top of Minchas Amalaf. I want to go back. Let's just go back for a second to the bottom of Minchas base to the, to the two dots in the bottom there. It'll get us, um, as usual, to remember where we are. Um, so the Gemara there is discussing the, the um, fact that we recorded a Brisa which said, Echad Ger Echad Evin We're talking about the, then we were talking about the halachos of uh, how a ger, how a person is converting, the process they have to go through, and certain elements of the process of gerus, of a, of a regular, just non-Jewish person who wants to become Jewish, is the same as an eved who was, who was an eved kanani and then becomes freed and becomes a Jew. Um, and so the price the, the said, There are certain things about them that are the same. So we had read it then to mean that they both go to the mikvah in the same type of mikvah, mikvah of our bar mitzvah, you know, the same type of mikvah in order to, 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 to change their status. So the Gemara here questions that, you know, what exactly we would think that this, the, the connection or the um, equivalency between a ger and an evid mishukha, what's the what, what makes them the same? So it says the Gemara, Kasaka Daita Flakabil Allah O Mitzvos. And I would have thought that this Echal Ger Va Echad Ebin Meshuchar means what you need in both cases. In both cases, the person they want to become a ger, want to become an Evan Meshuchar, so they have to accept upon themselves to keep the mitzvos. But however, if you look at the the, the next Brisa, that's not so clear. Ruminu, we have another Brisa seems to say very differently, but Med Varmamurim Bigar. But we have uh, another Bryce which says that an, that an, that an Evan Meshuchah actually doesn't have to accept the mitzvot. Look at Rashi. Aval Eved ain't tzarech lekabel b'shas shichur demisha shetova l'shem abdus shayach v'mitzvot. And in Evan Meshuchah, yes, when he becomes freed, that's the moment when he becomes a full-fledged Jew. But the truth is, as we mentioned before, an Evan Kanani has a requirement to keep mitzvot even when he's an Evan. So, um, it, it, you don't necessarily have to argue that he has to... Uh, make a Kabbalah mitzvah to become a full-fledged Jew, he was already keeping mitzvahs beforehand. Um, and, and certainly didn't have to have a Kabbalah mitzvah when he became an Evan. So, so not so clear. So what's going on? So, what, so why is it, you know, Echad Ger Echad Evan doesn't really seem to be that, the, that, that this element of Kabbalah mitzvah is the same. So, Am Rav Sheshes, Lokasha, Harav Lazar, Harabanan. So this is actually Machlokas between Rav Lazar and the Rabbanan, whether or not an Evan, um, Meshuchah requires Kabbalah Samitzvos. This Tanya, because we learned in the Brites of the following. So the halacha is, by the Eishit Sefas Torah, right, the, the, the din in the beginning of Parashat Kitet say that, the, that uh, the Jewish people go out to war and a man meets a woman and she's, not, she's from the, you know, the enemy uh, or she's certainly not Jewish and he brings her home. So it's a whole process he has to go through, right? He has to, she doesn't, she doesn't cut her hair, she doesn't cut her nails, etc., um, and she's allowed to have a velas, she has to shave her head. Um, and she goes through this process of mourning her family, and then afterwards, he's allowed to marry her. So sort of the idea being that, you know, that the Torah allows him this uh, Yetzirah of wanting to, to uh, take this woman as his wife, but at the same time requires a certain process to allow it to take place. So, so the Gemara says like this, When is it that she has to take this month-long velas before she's able to marry her? When is that? That's when she hasn't accepted mitzvos. If she accepted mitzvos on herself, then she doesn't need this whole process. Right? This, this month-long process doesn't have to happen. In fact, she can go straight, she can 
accept mitzvahs, go right to the mikvah, and she can uh, and, and she can be his wife right away. And that, presumably that's the approach of the Chachamim. Right, so so Shimalaza says, again, and, and what's really happening here is that the, what, the, what the Bryce is doing is finding scenarios where you can circumvent this month-long delay. Right? He wants to marry her. Why does he have to wait a month? So there's two different approaches here. One approach is Shimalaza who says, sorry, one approach is the Chachamim the who seem to say, that she has a Kabbalah and mitzvos, then the whole thing can be finished, right? Let her accept the mitzvos, let her become a real giyores, and then who needs the, the, month, the month? Just have her um, accept mitzvos. Shabbalah says, no, I have another way out of this, pro- this process without, without Kabbalah and mitzvos. What she needs to do, you just force her to go in the mikvah and to become a shifcha, and then you free her. You put her in the mikvah again to, become a, to, to be freed. And then she's like a she's like a shivcha that was again seems like an evid that's misha, that's an evid that gets free becomes because of full fledged Jew a shivcha kananis right a, a woman who's a, who's not Jewish who was was a shivcha and then she becomes freed also has the status of a full fledged Jew so the the point is that each one has their way of getting around this whole month long process the chachamim say if she accepts mitzvos then it's over Rishabelazu uh, says no she doesn't have to accept mitzvos you can just do this kind of kunz. Because since an Eved doesn't have to have Kabbalah mitzvos, make her into an Eved, then free her, and then all of a sudden you have found yourself a full-fledged Jewish woman and you don't have to ever go through the process of Kabbalah mitzvos. But the point is, right, but the point is, why do, why do, um, why don't the Rabbanan say the same thing with Shimon Lazar? Right, why do they say, oh, just have a Kabbalah Samitzvah? Kabbalah mitzvos is harder, right? That's, that's something she has to accept on her own. Right, so, so it's less of a process, but it's something that she has to do by, by herself. The the Shimon Shimon Lazar, she doesn't have to accept anything. You can do it all, all against her will. So what, why did the Chacham say like Shimon Lazar? Presumably because they believe it doesn't work. Right? She needs a Kabbalah of mitzvahs. They believe that that uh, that uh, that that Evan uh, Meshuchar um, still going to need Kabbalah of mitzvahs anyways. So just going through this whole process isn't going to help you if she's going to need the Kabbalah of mitzvahs anyway. So presumably that's the that's the machlokas here. Uh, between, between the Rabbanon and Rishon Malaz. Look at Rashi, Tav of Bemchesem and Aleph, Umutter Bumiyad, says Rashi, Almal Rib Shimin, Eved Ein Sarachal Kabbal Bashas Tfila Shechar. According to Rib Shimin, she doesn't need a Kabbalah Semitzos. With Rabbanon, the Lohavi, Takanta, Bahachi, Savre Tarachal Kabbal. And the Chachamim who don't, don't think that this process works, make her an Eved and then free her, right? that's not going to help anything. Why? Because they believe she needs a Kabbalah Semitzos anyways. Fine. So that's why. This question of whether the Eved becomes free and needs Kabbalah Samitz or not, you have two Bryces which seem to contradict each other. The answer is no, there's just two different opinions. One's the Rabban who think you need Kabbalah Samitz, and one's the Rishim Lazar who thinks that you do not. Fine. So, Amar Rava, my time with Rishim Lazar. So, Rava says, what's the, what's the Svara? Where's Rishim Lazar's idea? How does he know that uh, an Eved that's Meshachar doesn't need Kabbalah Samitz? The Echsev, Ko Eved Ish, Miknas Kasef. Right, so the Pasuk refers to the, to the Eved as Eved Ish. When, when, this is when we're talking about uh, the requirement of having a bris milah in order to uh, eat Korban Pesach. So Pasuk says any Eved Ish who's a Miknas Kesef, an Eved who's an Eved to a person who was purchased by, you know, by, by, by another person. So that, that individual, again, needs to have a bris milah, etc. in order to do, be able to, do, uh, to, to be part of Korban Pesach. Um, 
Okay, so the Gemara says, Eved Ish, Lo Eved Isha. Well, it's only if he's owned by a man, not if he's owned by a woman. Eved Ish. What, 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 what does that mean? So, Ella, Eved Ish, Atamal Baal Korcho, Via Tamal Ben Ish Baal Korcho. So, what does this mean to tell me? That it's only an Eved Ish that you are allowed to perform a bris meal on him even without his permission because he's your slave. Via Tamal, but you cannot perform a bris milah on a, on a person who is a Ben Ish. Right, meaning a person who is not an Eved. So that if a person is an Eved, you can do a bris milah on them uh, against their will. Your part of being my slave is you have to have a bris milah. But if the person is just a regular non-Jew, they're not anyone, anyone's Eved, so you can't force them to do a bris milah. That, that, that you can't do. So look at Rashi. Eved ish, velo Eved isha. Rashi says, has a question. If a woman would accept that, would, would acquire an Eved, uh, the halacha wouldn't be the same. So, What's referring to an ev- a, a non-Jew who sold him, as opposed to someone who is just a regular child, a regular person who has a father. Meaning, that you bought from another from another non-Jew, so then you can you can give him bismillah on your own. You can't take a regular non-Jew. And, and force him to do a bris milah. The lav eved, the lav eved, ba'akorcha, you can't, uh, sorry, ben ovechem ba'ama, the lav eved, ba'akorcha, but a non-Jew who's not your, not your eved, you cannot give a bris milah to him, ba'akorcha, that's not permitted. Ubenikasa rachmana ish, kura yaseir lemute ben ish, ma'amina, umasa oso ba'akorcha, mashma. And the point being is, why say ben ish, as you know, uh, eved ish, as opposed to ben ish, Meaning that it's specifically the Eved that, that you're allowed to, again, force to do a bris milah. So, um, sorry, one second. Right, so look at, if you look further down in Rashi, Rashi gives a Lashon Acher. And then he gives a little different explanation. He writes as follows: Lashon Acher, the Iker. This is really the, the, he thinks even the better answer is Eved Ish Hachika Amar. What does it mean? Eved Shu Ish Afapishu Hu Gadol Ubendas Umasa Osoba Korcho. Right, the Eved who even though he's an adult doesn't make a difference. You give him a bris milah against his will. Iatamal Ben Shu Ish Ger Habalis Geir Ein Lo Koach Lamul Beno Gadol Bakorcho. So let's say a, a non-Jew uh, becomes Jewish. Now he wants to force his son, who's not Jewish, to do a to, to do a bris milah. Right? It's not necessarily so unusual. A person himself converts, wants a child to convert, so that he can't do. He can't as long as it's child to gadol. He can't force him to, to convert. The gabe banim ksiv himolo kol zachar zachar bloksiv vuhu ish. The gabe evik siv ish lemuteben. But the point being that there's another explanation that means that he can't force a a uh, a, a non-Jew to convert to, to, to do a bris milah against against his will. But the point being that uh, Shimon Al-Lazar is, is of the opinion that there is a scenario where you force the Eved, you can force the Eved to do uh, a bris milah. You can't force someone who's not an Eved. But, once he's, but if he's an Eved, that, that, is, that is permissible. And so meaning, so you see you have the, the possibility of, an, of, a, uh, of forcing an Eved to, in a certain sense, have a Kabbalah, you know, even without Kabbalah and mitzvot, to, to, to become Jewish. Rabbanan Amar Ula, Rabbanan, what about for the Rabbanan? So Amar Ula, Kashem Shiyatama ben Ish, Bakorcho, Kach Iyatama ben Evidish, 
Ba'akorchan. So the Rabban say no, it's 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 the same. It's a, it's a, almost like a kavachomer. I mean, the, the fact that just that you can't give a bris milah to any person, right, without their consent. So so too you can't give an evid uh, a bris milah ba'akorchan either. You can't do either of those things. Uh, so the point is that the Shimon Lazarus is of the opinion that again the guy doesn't have to accept mitzvos, but you can make him Jewish anyways, as opposed to as opposed to the Rabban who saying that that doesn't work. So ve'ela haksev kol kol evid ish. Right? So, but doesn't the puzzle say kol evid ish? So, I mean, it's not, it's not coming to exclude the evid, but coming to include the evid. So, we need that for the, for the explanation of Shmuel. The Amr Shmuel, Hamafkir Avdo, Yetzei Lacherus, Ve'ein Sarach Get Shechor. Because Shmuel is of the opinion if a person makes their evid, usually in order for an evid to go free, you have to give them a Get Shechor. You have to give them a, a, you know, a document of freedom. Um, but Shmuel says, no, if, what happens if you just make your evid hefker? You just say it doesn't belong to me. Does that make the Eved free? So Shmuel says, if you're mafka, you're Eved, he goes free. And he doesn't need to get Shechor. Shinamar, call Eved Ish, Miknas Kasef, Eved Ish, below, same, again, here's the same Joshua, that the Pazik says, call Eved Ish, Miknas Kasef, Eved Ish, Eved Isha. Why do you say Eved Ish specifically as Eved Ish as opposed to the Eved of a woman? No. So Eled, Eved, Eled, Eved, Sheyish, Lo Rishus, Lorabo, I love Kore Eved, Vishayin, Rishus, Lorabo, I love. No, so the, the, the point here, and this is a different way of reading, learning this drasha, is that the evidish when he comes to teach me, it's only if, his, if his, his master actually has some type of control over him, that he has the status as, of an evid, but once his master relinquishes control, even without a get shechor, even without some type of, of document, nevertheless, he's no longer called an evid. So that's, that's how they, the Rabban will read this, this pasuk, and not to teach me anything about being able to forcibly give the evid a, a bris milah. Fine, but the bottom line is, again, we still have uh, this, this, this machlokas between Yerushim and Elazar and the Chachamim, whether an Eved, um, whether, whether the Eved doesn't need a Kabbalah Semitzvot in order to become Jewish, it can happen by itself, or no, he has to still have a Kabbalah Semitzvot. Fine. So, Maskefla, Rav Papa, so, so Rav Papa comes on the attack here. Meaning, what, what was our whole proof of this whole conversation? The whole conversation emanates from the question of an Asian Sifas Torah. Then maybe the, this woman was a captive in war. Then maybe that's not a good example. Maybe there's something unique about her that is different from other individuals, other, other Avadim and other Shvachos. So as the Prophet says, deshamas rabbanan, When the Rabbanan say that she has to have a Kabbalah Samitzvos in order to, be, to circumvent the whole month-long process of you know, shaving your head and letting your nails grow, etc. That's be a fast Torah, the low shaykh of a mitzvah. Right? She, has, she, she was never had any connection to mitzvah all in the first place, right? She was just living as a non-Jew. It's not her problem. Maybe the Rabbanon would say, yeah, that's because she started out. The reason the Rabbanon would say she needs a Kabbalah to mitzvah to let her circumvent the whole process is because she's not an Eved yet. Right? She's not a shifcha. So she has no connection to mitzvah at all. So, so maybe that's the reason why she, you can't just go so fast, make her a shefcha, and then boom, make her, a, make her free. But, but however, an Eved, who was already shaykh with mitzvahs, even the would agree in that case, that he doesn't need a, a Kabbalah of mitzvahs once he's been an Eved already now for a while, and now all of a sudden goes free. This sign is because we see it learned in the bright. So, echad ger echad lokeach Eved lekabel. Right, that, that, that the Bryce says that someone's a gear or someone that you purchased 
an Evid from a non-Jew, they need Kalabas of Mitzvahs. What's the implication? Ha lo keach mi Yisrael ein Right? But if someone purchased an Evid from another Jew, say one Jew sold his Evid Kanani to another Jew, the implication is that in that scenario, he doesn't need Kabbalah Samitzos. Money, who's that? If you want to say this approach is this approach of Shimon Lazar, right? it couldn't be Shimon Lazar. Shimon Lazar holds, even if you buy it, you purchase an, uh, an Evid from a non Jew, he doesn't need Kabbalah Samitzos, right? He never needs Kabbalah Samitzos. So what, what's the implication? There's some distinction here that if you buy it, purchase a, an, an Evid from, a, from another Jew, he does, that he does require Kabbalah Samitzvah. Who's that going to be? So it must be El-Lav Rabbanan. Um, sorry, sorry that you, if you're purchasing the, non, the, the Evid from a non-Jew requires Kabbalah Samitzvah, but if it's from a Jew, it doesn't require Kabbalah Samitzvah. So who, 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 is this, who is this talking about? That's got to be the Rabbanan because the Rabbanan would agree that he never needs Kabbalah Samitzvah. So it must be that there are, even the Rabbanan agree that when the person has been in Evid already, all right, to a Jew, so then when he becomes free, he... Uh, he uh, does not require Kabbalah Samitzvah either. Okay. Ushma mina, the lokeach mina obigo chavim, tsarach lakabel, avalokeach mi Israel, ain tsarach lakabel. So you see from here that if you purchase an Evid from a non Jew, so he needs uh, Kabbalah Samitzvah to become Jew, to become a full fledged Jew and you free him. Avalokeach mi Israel, if a Jew purchases an Evid from another, from another Jew, so then he doesn't need a Kabbalah Samitzvah at that point, and he can become, once you free him, he can become a full fledged Jew. Um, fine. So the says, "Well, Elakasha, Echad Gerev, Echad Eva Meshuchar." Our whole conversation started from your, from our original, you know, you know, concern that we thought we had a, you know, a brisa which said Evan and Ger are exactly the same. What's going on? And then we said that was that was the Rabbanon that uh, you know that they uh, always require Kabbalah and mitzvos. So how are you can explain that? So answer the Gemara. No, Kitanya Hahi Leinyan Tvila Tanya. That wasn't in terms of an actual Kabbalah Samitzvah. But that price was coming to teach you, which is actually, by the way, how we read it when we read it the first time on Mem Tzaf Zion, was when the, when the price comes to say, Echad Ger, Ve'echad Efed Meshuchar, that had nothing to do with Kabbalah Samitzvah. Not that they have, both have a requirement of Kabbalah Samitzvah, but rather that they both go into the same type of mikvah, which is how we read it the first time. Right? That, that they both require mikvah, of Arbaim Sah, 40 Sah, in order to, to become Jew, to, be, to, you know, to have their status changed. And that's all we were trying to teach. And we were not trying to teach that the, that the requirement of Kabbalah and mitzvot is the same for both. Fine. So that ends the, the conversation with the bottom line that even the Rabbanon agreed that if you, uh, that if you would purchase an Evid from, a from another Jew, that that Evid doesn't need a Kabbalah and mitzvot, it's not required. Um, but if you buy, purchase them from a, from a non-Jew, so that's when you have a machlokos, which is and also doesn't need a Kabbalah and mitzvot, and the Rabbanon would say that he does. Fine. Not the most halakha l'maysa sikha for us, but uh, still, still, still uh, you know, something that we, you know, it's tari, so we, so we learn it, right? Um, okay, so now the, now the Gemara continues with an explanation of some of the halakhas of the Asian Sifas Torah. Also not so halakha l'maysa, but also very interesting. So the, so the Gemara continues as follows. Tanah Rabbanah. V'yagilcha es rosha, v'asasa es siparnea. Right, so the process of Asian Sifas Torah is that once she's brought home, she has to shave her head, and then she has to do a siyas tziparnayim. But what does that siyas, what do you mean she does her nails? What does that mean to do her nails? What does that mean in this scenario? So Rabbi Yezer Omer, takutz. Rabbi Yezer says it means she has to cut her nails. Rabbi Akiva Omer, tagdil. Rabbi Yezer says no, it means she has to grow her nails long. Okay. So how do, what's, the, what, what's the source of this machalkas? So Amr Rabbi Yezer, nemra siya barosh, ve nemra siya b'tziparnayim. 
Malahalan Havara, Afkan Havara. Well, what do we say? There's something that she has to do to her hair and something she has to do to her fingernails. So if the thing that she does to her nail, to her hair is cutting it off, right? So presumably the thing that she does to her fingernails is also cutting them, meaning cutting, it doesn't mean cutting them off. It just means cutting, just trimming them, presumably. But the point is that it's something that she has to, if, the, if it was a removal, right? When it came to the hair, then by the fingernails, it should also be removal. Okay. Rebbe Kiva Omer, Namar Asiya. The truth, it doesn't say Asiya, right? It says there's something that she does. Right? Look at Rashi. Asiya Barosh, doesn't really say Asiya. Klomar, Namar Sham Tikun Mitzvah Barosh. Right? It doesn't mean that the word Asiya is by Rosh. There's no word Asiya by the Rosh. There's some action, some, something to do by the Rosh, right? Which is to, to uh, shave her head. And then there's an Asiya, something that she's supposed to do with her fingernails, which is the same thing. Does it? She has to remove hair. She has to remove fingernails. Fine. Rabbi Kiva Omer, no. Nemar asiya barosh. Nemar asiya b'tirmanayim. You're right. Rabbi Kiva says there's something to do by the hair and something to do by the fingernails. But what's the, what's the same? What's the same? The fact that they have to be short. No. He says nivul afkanim. What's the whole point? The whole point is that she should look unseemly. She's not. She's supposed to look not nice. So if you're shaving her head, is that makes her look not nice? So what should she do with her fingers and her fingernails? Something that looks not nice. Meaning let her nails grow long and yucky, so they don't look nice. Um, again, you could argue that sociologically, maybe sometimes nail, long nails is good, sometimes long nails, it depends on what culture you live in, right? Okay, but uh, presumably, the, at least Rabbi Kiva assumed at that time that, that you know, that, or that there was an assumption that, that, that allowing the nails to grow, um, and by the way, it could be allowing them to grow, but also in a way that they're, not kept, they're unkept, right? Is that, is that, as opposed to long per se, it's not that nice, maybe, but maybe it's the fact that letting them to grow and not, not do the nails, right? Not make them nice in any way, just let them grow wild. Um, but the point is, Rabbi Kiva says it's not about the, it's just a question of how you're making the connection between the, the, the shaping of the head, the shaving of the head, something that's done as a, you know, oh, just like it's a removal, so this is a removal, or no, shaving the head has a purpose, and that is nivel, to make it look not nice, so the same thing, the, the fingernails is just letting them grow, but it also looks not nice. Um, okay, so, and we have a proof, the Rabbi Lezer is correct. It really has to do with cutting. How do I know? Umifiboshes ben Shaul yarod likras hamelach lo asaraglov v'lo asas famo. So Mifiboshes goes to see goes to see. Mifiboshes, the son of Shaul, so comes down to the melach. I think at this point he's going to see David Melach. So he hadn't done his legs and he hadn't done his his mustache. So my asiya havar means he didn't shave. Lo asasas famo means he hadn't he hadn't shaven his he didn't uh, he didn't shave his face. Uh, look at Rashi. Lo asaraglav lo katsas siparnei raglav. He hadn't he hadn't kept himself looking appropriate. Lo asasas he didn't cut his nails. Lo asasas famo lo gilach seir seir famo alma asiya karla havar. So you see that asiya there refers to uh, removing. You could make a cut opposite svar and say if Yevushu is a man, right, and this is a woman. So that maybe by by a man. Cutting your nails short is an asiya, right? And uh, and by a woman, it's it's keeping them it's keeping them long. But okay, at this point, the gemara doesn't assume that. It assumes that a asiya here refers to uh, trimming, and that was something Mifibosha didn't do. So it seems that at least, at least a little bit of a proof for uh, for Rabbi Lezer that that asiya refers to uh, keeping short. Okay, Tan Rabbanan Ubachsa Esavia Ima. Right. So the pasuk continues uh, with the same pasuk, right, that she can cry for her father. And for her mother, Rabbi Yazar Omer, Avia, 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 Mamish, Ima, Ima, Mamish. Right, so Rabbi Yazar says when she, you say that she can cry for her, um, um, that she can cry for her parents, 
So Rabbi Lazar says that means she actually cries for her parents. Right? Rabbi Kiva Omer, Avia Vima, Zu Avodas Kochavim. No, Avia Vima does not mean actually her parents. It means the, her Avodazara. She can like mourn the loss of her, of her religion. Vechenu Omer, Omrim La'etz Aviata Vegomer. Because the Pasuk says, right, in Yermiyahu, that you say it about the eights, about the eights that you use as, a, as an Asherah tree, you can call it Aviata, right? It's my, it's my father. So you see there's a language of, a, of, of Abba can refer to a, a God. Actually, we, we know that we call it Lahavdil. We call Hashem, Avinu Shabashamayim. Right? So, that, so clearly the concept of, of Avia Vima right, can refer to her, her gods um, and not necessarily refer to her, refer to her parents. Um, it's interesting, if you look at Tosis on the top right, Tosis points out, Rabbi Lezer, Omer Avia Vigomer. So the Tosis says, L'misbar Kurai Peligi, right? They're, they're having machlokas, but how to explain the Pasuk. Inami, meaning, what meaning, who cares? Right? Is, is there a, 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 a nafkamina, what she's crying for? Do we care halachically? She can cry for a month. Who cares what she's crying for? So, so he's, one shot is that, no, they're just, it's just an explanation of the Pasuk. It's Machlogos how to explain the Pasuk. Inami or Nafkamina. There's actually a halachic, a halachic difference. What's that? Imesu avia vima onisgairu. Maybe, meaning, what, what happens if her parents, if her parents died? Right? So if, if this is a scenario, if, if this is really about Bachas' avia vesima, so if it really means her parents, so maybe that's only if her parents have passed away or not. Um, as opposed to the religion, etc., um, or if they had become Jewish, um, again, then maybe, then maybe there wouldn't be the same type of, uh, you know, she wouldn't have had that same requirement. But interesting, the Rivan Pirish and the Rivan explains that Rabbi Kiva Tzricha Shetichpor Bavaros Kochavim. Rabbi Kiva holds if she's a Bachsa as Aviva, some means religion means she has to actually be kofar. She has to denounce her Avodazara Kodem Shetibalba. No, before they have, they have uh, in, intimacy together, he says she has to actually say, I don't believe in that about a anymore. And they can't work for those who said, we said before, that maybe she doesn't have to you know, accept mitzvahs. But the point is, this, this shot would say, what does it mean? One shot is you let her mourn her parents. Other shot is that no, she has to actually mourn her about Zara, meaning that the whole process of Eish Yisifat's Torah can only take place if she's willing to denounce her religion, if not, uh, if not, then it's not going to, then it's not going to work. Fine. So interesting, uh, uh, different approaches there to the uh, question of, you know, what does that mean to, 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 to cry for her parents? Fine. Um, fine. You know what? Let's actually, we'll, we'll stop here and we'll pick up with the uh, Yerach Yamim. We'll pick up with uh, next time.